Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing this Monday? Oh man, last week was so painful. I don't know what is going on with my body, but man, it's getting really hard to deal with. Especially my right leg, the whole thing is numb. I don't know what's causing that all of a sudden, but I hope you're doing a little better than I am. This is, this thing is, some days are just harder than others to deal with, and I know you can uh, understand what I'm talking about. But today, we're going to be talking about uh, drug interactions. We're going to be talking about mixing prescription drugs with over-the-counter medications, which can be dangerous especially for older adults and also depending on how much time I have I'm also going to end up talking about mixing prescriptions with supplements and how dangerous that can be too you know certain um, supplements that you might be using all right so let's just dwell into it and let's get going so I'm going to start out with uh, my favorite website this is the Wendy And we'll go ahead and talk about what they have here. So what what are drug interactions? When a medication works right, it boosts your health or helps you feel better. But a drug can bring on problems if it doesn't mix well with something else you put in your body, like another medication, a certain food, or even alcohol. When that happens, it's called a drug interaction. It could make your medication stop working become less effective or too strong. It could also trigger side effects. So what are the drug interactions? The main types are drug to drug interaction, which is this is when a medication reacts with one or more other drugs. For example, taking a cough medicine and a drug to help you sleep could cause two medications to affect each other. The other type of drug interaction is drug food drink interaction. This is when something you eat or drink affects a drug. For instance, it can be dangerous to drink alcohol while you are on certain medications. Some vitamins and dietary supplements interact with medicines also. And then drug condition interaction. This is when you have a health problem that makes it risky for you to take a certain med. For example, if you have a condition like high blood pressure, taking the decongestion for a cold could drive up your blood pressure even more. So what drugs can you not take together? 
There are many types of drugs you shouldn't take together, but in general, don't take combinations like these. Two or more drugs that share an active ingredient, you could have side effects or an overdose. Next is blood thinning drugs with NSAIDs. Your odds for a dangerous bleed could go up. NSAIDs are pain relievers like ibuprofen and, and or naproxen. If you are on blood thinners, ask your doctor to suggest a different type of over-the-counter pain medication and a dose that's safer for you. Pills with antihistamines. Taking these together can cause you to react more slowly, which would make it dangerous for you to drive or work heavy machines. So, what are some common drug interactions? Certain foods and drinks don't mix well with some medications. A few of these are alcohol, allergies, cold and flu, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, ADHD, depression, diabetes, infections, pain, and poor sleep. So what you want to do is make sure that you talk to a pharmacist to make sure that you don't, aren't taking anything that's drug, that will have a drug interaction with itself. With the amount of medications I take, it's a wonder I don't have any type of drug interaction. I take so many. So, is it okay to take all your medications at once? It's important to take your medications as directed by your doctor or pharmacist. If two meds interact, spacing them apart during the day may not stop them from interacting and could lead to new or worse problems. To avoid an interaction, your doctor may need to change your dose or prescribe a different medication. When it comes to drug interactions, I, I like my pharmacy that I go to because it'll always print something out saving, you know, you could have problems with these drugs mixing with the one medication that you're getting right now. So that, that really helps out a lot so I can maintain it myself. So what are some symptoms of drug interactions? These symptoms of drug interaction can vary a lot depending on the drugs you're taking and how they're interacting. Sometimes you might not even know right away that an interaction is happening. If you do notice an interaction, it will usually feel like one of these is happening. You are having more side effects from a drug. Your drug doesn't seem to be working as well as it did before. In general, call your doctor if you're having side effects that worry you, or if your medicine doesn't seem to be working, especially after you recently started or change doses of a drug. So, how do drug interactions happen? There are several ways that drugs can interact with one another. Here's a few examples. When two drugs can cause the same side effect and are used at the same time, they, may, they might cause more of that side effect. For example, the two drugs can each make you sleepy. Taking them together can make you more or dangerously sleepy. When the unwanted effects of one drug are the opposite of a desired effect of another drug, you might end up with less of the desired effects. For example, taking one medication that raises blood pressure as an unwanted effect may decrease the benefits of taking another medication to lower your blood pressure. Most drugs that you swallow enter your body through your intestines. 
Sometimes a drug or supplement can block or trap another drug in the intestines before it can be absorbed. For example, supplements like calcium and iron can prevent absorption of the thyroid meds. So how do you look for drug interactions? You need to make sure you work closely with your doctor. Make sure that all your the medication, vitamins, and supplements you're taking, let him know. That's extra important if you have more than one doctor who prescribes the medicines for you. You could show him the list of the meds you're taking and bring the medication packages to your appointment. Before, taking, before you take a new drug, ask your doctor or pharmacist questions like, can I take this with other medications? Should I avoid certain foods, drinks, or other products? Could this medication interact with any of my health conditions I have? Pharmacists are experts on medicine safety, and they can work with your doctors to help you avoid drug interactions. So now we're going to be talking about mixing prescriptions and over-the-counter medicines can be dangerous, especially for older adults. And here's how to protect your health. So how do you know what's safe and what's not? Many people think that just because certain drugs are sold without a prescription, they're safe. Approximately 83% of U.S. adults in their 60s and 70s used at least one prescription drug in the last 30 days. And about one-third used five or more medications, most commonly for cholesterol, high blood pressure, and diabetes. And I take all three of those. However, many seniors also take non-prescription products for everything from arthritis pain to constipation. And there's not always discussing their use with a physician or pharmacist. And that's one thing you need to do is make sure you talk to either both of them and to let them tell you what is, you know, what could interact with the medication that you're taking. When mixed with prescription drugs, active ingredients in cold, allergy, and other common medications can be recipe for serious problems. You can take too much and not realize it, causing other medications to be less effective and potentially leading to organ damage if this happens regularly. So here's some hidden side effects. Common pain relievers like ibuprofen or aspirin alone or in combination with other, other medications can lead to increased risk of bleeding, stomach and kidney problems. Antihistamines and decongestants and sleep aids can affect memory, cause dry mouth, and urinary retention. And that happens to me quite often. These products may also cause daytime drowsiness, leading to balance problems and increased fall risk. Decongestants can also raise blood pressure and can interfere with sodium excretion. You know, I <laughs> when it comes to drowsiness, all the pills I take cause drowsiness, so there's no way of getting around that for me at all. Because a lot of the um, meds I take for, you know, the mental issues, they all make you go to sleep. Our brain becomes more sensitive to many of these ingredients, and that can lead to what some have described as a hangover effect or confusion the next day. Certain vitamins and mineral supplements can also be harmful. Either people can take too much, leading to toxicity or that can interfere with the effectiveness of prescription medications. 
Too much vitamin A can lead to weakened bones. Excessive doses of vitamin B6 can increase risks of neurological problems, and too much vitamin B12 can narrow coronary arteries. Since both aging and certain prescription drugs can affect a person's ability to absorb P nutrients from food, it's best to use any vitamin or supplement under the doctor's guidance, and that's true. Other issues may come from zinc, which is found in many cold medications and denture adhesives. In high doses, it can affect the immune function and is linked to a higher risk of prostate cancer. Vitamin D supplements, which I take, recommended for many older people who don't get enough naturally, is linked to kidney stones, irregular heart rhythms, confusion when taken in excess. That's one thing I don't do though. So be aware of natural products. What about the natural herbal products? Natural does not always mean safe. Just because a product is for sale does not mean it's been tested for either effectiveness or safety. Some botanicals and herbs can cause serious harm if taken with certain prescription medications, such as increased risk of blood in those taking blood thinners, or interfering with insulin levels. Some slow down the absorption process in your body and can actually increase the amount of drugs in your system. The FDA does not approve dietary supplements for safety and effectiveness before they're sold to the public. It's up to the manufacturers to ensure their products meet safety standards and are not otherwise in violation of the law. And what's the one thing I always say? The best advice is to consult your doctor or pharmacist before taking any medication and make sure everyone is in the loop about what you're taking, regardless of whether it's a prescription or sold over the counter. Well, so since I have enough time, let's go ahead and jump into um, prescription or over-the-counter medications and how they may affect you if you take also dietary supplements. Have you considered whether there is any danger in mixing medications and dietary supplements? There could be. Certain dietary supplements can change absorption, metabolism, or excretion of the medications. If that happens, it can affect the potency of your medication, which means you may get either too much or too little of the medication you need. So here's the dangers of mixing medications and dietary supplements. Combining dietary supplements and medications could have dangerous or even life-threatening effects. For example, drugs for HIV, heart disease, depression, treatments for transplants, and birth control pills are less effective when taken with St. John's wort, an herbal supplement. Depending on the medication involved, the results can be very serious. Also, dietary supplements are widely used and include vitamins, minerals, and other less familiar substances, such as amino acids, botanicals, and bot botanical-derived ingredients. Tens of millions of people in the U.S. take some kind of dietary supplement along with the prescription medication. In addition, Orifin, a prescription blood thinner, and Ginkgo biloba, an herbal supplement, 
aspirin, and vitamin E each than your blood. Taking any of these products together may increase the potential for internal bleeding or stroke. Don't assume natural means safe. Some consumers may believe that a so-called natural product such as herbal supplements or fish oil can't hurt them. Natural does not always mean safe. For example, many weight loss products claim to be all natural or herbal, but their ingredients may interact with medications or may be dangerous for people with certain medical conditions. Children in particular could be harmed by taking both supplements and medicines. Children's metabolism are unique, and at different ages they metabolize substances at different rates. For kids, ingesting dietary supplements together with other medications make adverse events a real possibility. And if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, you may want to discuss any dietary supplements with your health care provider. If you're planning a surgery, be aware that some dietary supplements can interact in a harmful way with medications you need to take before, after, or during that surgery. Your health care provider may ask you to stop taking dietary supplements two or three weeks before the procedure to avoid potentially dangerous changes in heart rate, blood pressure, and bleeding risks. So here's what I was looking for um, last week when I talked about supplements. What is the FDA's role in dietary supplements? Although the FDA has oversight of the dietary supplements industry, the supplement manufacturers and distributors are responsible for making their products safe before they're marketed. Manufacturers are required to produce dietary supplements that meet minimum quality standards, do not contain contaminants or impurities, and are accurately labeled. The FDA does not review supplements for their effectiveness, as it does for OTC, which over-the-counter prescriptions, before they enter the market. If the dietary supplement contains certain new dietary ingredients, the manufacturer must submit data on the ingredients safely, but not its effectiveness. For the FDA's review, before the manufacturer markets a dietary supplement containing the ingredient, the FDA can take enforcement actions against manufacturers if their products are found to be altered or misbranded, if their labeling is false or misleading. To the extent a product marketed as a dietary supplement bears claim that the product is intended to diagnose treat or cure and prevent a disease. The FDA may also consider whether the appropriate to take action against products that are unlawfully marketed as drugs. Before you take any dietary supplement or medication over the counter or prescription, it is important to discuss it with your health care provider. Every time you visit the health care professional's office, Bring a list of all your dietary supplements and medications you are currently taking. Include the dosages and how many times a day you take them. Some people find it easiest to throw all their dietary supplements and medications in a bag to bring to the medical visit. 
If you're thinking of adding or di- a dietary supplement to your daily routine, call your healthcare professional first, and then let them know what other supplements and medications you're taking. Also, tell your healthcare provider if your health status has changed, particularly if you're pregnant, breastfeeding, or have any recent illness or surgery. I'm so glad I was able to get that section in for all of you. Um, I know we're talking a lot about supplements. There's a lot of advertisements out there for natural remedies. And, you know, I've done some research on those products and I just don't see anything that's, that is really going to do those things and cure those ailments or diseases or the issues that they're saying they do. I've done a, well, like I said, you know, you just got to be careful what you're going to get and what you're going to take and do a lot, a lot of research on it. It's very important to make sure that you know what you're taking before you take it because there could be other ingredients mixed up in those products that you're not aware of because they didn't list them on the bottle. Um, stay to, and also stay with the, the products that you know out there. Not something that you're going to buy directly from, you know, an individual. But make sure that you look up these ingredients and these products online. Some may be true, some may be false, which you find. But the best thing is to do, like I always say, is talk to your doctor because he's going to know the best for you. I'm so glad you guys came along this journey with me today. We got some new... um, episodes coming up next week and I'm going to stray away from supplements and chronic illness and we'll find something else to give us some information that we may need trying to deal with neuropathy, nerve pain, any kind of pain such as that. This is for everybody and I hope you uh, really enjoyed the episodes and hopefully I have a good week that I'm not going to be so bad off as I was last week with the pain and the things I'm dealing with my with my body. So until then, I will talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.